Today on CityCast Philly, the statue of Lenny Lenape leader Chief Temenin stands tall in Old City. It's at a busy intersection next to the ramp to get on I-95 South. There's a plan to move the statue into a new park, honoring the leader's legacy. But those plans have stalled because at least one Native American tribe objects to moving the statue at all. I'm speaking with a local reporter about why conversations about historic monuments get so complicated. It's Monday, February 12th. I'm Trina Nuri, and here's what Philly's talking about. Joining me today is Frank Coomer, reporter at the Philadelphia Inquirer. Hey, great to see you, Frank. Good morning. Frank, the Chief Temenin statue is still currently located on North Front Street in Old City. Before we get into the news about the possible moving of the statue, first, can you tell us who he was? You know, he's an interesting person. I don't think a lot of people in Philadelphia are really aware of his significance, but he was a Lenai Lenape chief. Uh, And the Lenai Lenape were uh, people that populated, you know, the Delaware River, what we would call the Delaware River Valley, which it should be noted that the Delaware River, a lot of people assume that it's kind of a Native American name, but it's not. It was uh, named after Baron Delaware, which, you know, Delaware State gets its name after it. You know, they also stretched up to New York and they were uh, a member of kind of the Iroquois speaking uh, family of indigenous people. Uh, so they were kind of the original people in the Philadelphia area. And Chief Tamanin was chief of the Turtle Clan, which uh, my understanding is that, you know, was, was kind of the, the big clan then. So he had a pretty broad territory that he was chief of. And he was known as, you know, a very peaceable person. And he uh, signed a treaty with William Penn in 1682 when William Penn had uh, landed in Philadelphia and was setting up the colony Penn's Woods, Pennsylvania. Chief Tominan met with him at, you know, what we call Shaka Maxon, and it's basically in Fishtown. You know, legend has it they signed a treaty there. Uh, I don't know that there's ever really a copy of the treaty that anyone found, but the treaty was signed under supposedly a, a, an ancient elm tree. But basically it was guaranteeing that, you know, Pennsylvanians and the Lenape would live in peace uh, forever. Interesting. I sort of stumbled upon this statue maybe about 12 years ago while I was walking near Penn's Landing. And I was just so surprised and excited to read about him because I had not heard about his story growing up. For anyone who hasn't seen this statue, can you describe what it looks like? Uh, Sure. So the sculptor was uh, Raymond Sandoval. And, uh, It was put up in 1995 at Front and Market, as you said. And the location, a lot of people would assume to be not ideal. It's right at kind of the very entrance of 95 as people are kind of whizzing out of Old City. Yeah, yeah. Um, It's a 20-foot high statue, and it weighs uh, four tons. It's it's an impressive statue, really, uh, if you look at it up close when you walk. you, You have to cross Front Street there, and it's a little treacherous sometimes. But the chief is standing on a turtle. Uh, with an eagle with a wampum belt in his uh, grasp is perched on his shoulder. The turtle symbolizes Mother Earth, and the eagle represents a messenger of the Great Spirit. And it faces, uh, it was set to face Market Street, facing City Hall, the William Penn statue, uh, obviously the iconic statue above Philadelphia City Hall. So it's a pretty, pretty tall statue, but it's in like sort of like kind of like in a hidden 
kind of you can't really easily get to there. So, Frank, who's proposing that the statue move from the location it's at now? Sure. So there's a partnership between the city, Old City District, National Park Service and Independence Historical Trust that what they're trying to do is transform Market Street. And there's a project known as Vision 2026. And the plan would basically reduce motor vehicle lanes uh, and install a bike lane in each direction. But it would create a new square at Second and Market known as Tamanen Square. And if people aren't familiar with that, a lot of people that go, you know, out to dinner or or to the bars on in off Market Street in Old City, uh, they would know it. It's right across from the Market Frankfurt line, right near Christchurch there. So it's it's a pretty prominent location. So the goal is to build this new square, Tamanen Square at Second and Markets, and move the statue there. So it would be it would be a very prominent location, and the square would actually be after, uh, named after Chief Tamanen. So, Frank, you just mentioned Vision 2026, and this is all kind of to celebrate America's 250th birthday. Obviously, 250 years ago, uh, it was a different time, a different nation, so to speak. Can you tell us, you know, a little bit more about Vision 2026? Sure. So some of the some of the recent issues over statues stem from a a concerted effort by uh, a lot of people in the city for the semi-quincentennial, the 250th uh, birthday celebration in 2026, uh, to tell a more inclusive story. Uh, The National Park Service through Independence uh, National Historical Park, for example, plans displays and presentations telling the other side, not just the white colonial story, the Thomas Jefferson, the Ben Franklin, uh, but the stories of the enslaved people, uh, stories of real people like craftsmen and tradesmen, and also stories of Native Americans, uh, the indigenous uh, people who were here uh, first and basically who were living in Philadelphia when Penn landed. So there's an attempt to broaden out and tell stories of people that really haven't been told before. Uh, People have heard of the Lenape, I think, but they don't really know who they were and are still are, don't really know the connection to the area and the river, especially. So I think there's an attempt to let people know uh, that, hey, they were here. They were real people living in the area until they were forced out. Uh, and these are their stories. And so the Chief Taminen statue is part of that. More on the future of the Chief Taminen statue after the break. This is CityCast Philly. Now, Frank, before we move on, there are some other stakeholders involved with this plan in Vision 2026 to move Chief Taminen's statue. Who are they? There are two federally recognized tribes involved, the Delaware Tribe of Indians and Delaware Nation, both uh, based in Oklahoma. And for people that aren't familiar with the Lenape kind of diaspora, the Lenape, again, lived in this area and they were basically forced out through broken treaties, uh, et cetera, you know, just taking their land. And so they kept being forced westward across, you know, the Ohio River Valley and and farther on to uh, Oklahoma, where they eventually, you know, the government allowed them to to take land there and they set up their base, which still exists today. One of the issues among tribes is that federally recognized tribes don't really recognize the state recognized tribes. The federally recognized tribes in Oklahoma consider themselves a legitimate, you know, traced direct lineage to the Lenape. Uh, the local Lenape living in New Jersey, they say were they were forced kind of basically underground because of racism. They were forced to hide their race, to hide their Native Americanness, And they later emerged uh, 
in the 60s and 70s when there was a uh, a movement to be recognized and to regroup and reestablish their identity. Okay, that is kind of a little bit of a complication, but how do the groups feel about moving the chief statue? There is no consensus that I know of among the groups. So uh, I spoke to Jeremy Johnson, cultural education director of the Delaware Tribe of Indians, and they're based in Bartlesville, Oklahoma. So according to Jeremy Johnson, the objection among the Delaware Tribe of Indians is that it, it feels like a forced removal to them, metaphorical, of course, not literal. And you know they said this has been going on for hundreds of years, an attempt to take Lenape identity, to force them from place to place, and they don't want to do it anymore. They agreed to this location where the current statue is, and it's near the river, which was their, you know, their home. And so they they just feel like they don't want to move anymore. Uh, and they want the Chief Taminan statue to be near the river uh, as a symbol. And of course, it's only going to move a block or two, but they just feel far, farther away from the river is farther away from the roots. Um, I reached out to Delaware Nation, which is based in Anandarko, Oklahoma, and they basically don't want to uh, say whether they're pro or con the move. Uh, and basically, they're just saying that it's a private discussion. They consider it, a, it kind of almost like a negotiation or a discussion with the federal government. So they don't want to speak about it on the record. And then there are the Nanticoke, uh, Lenite Lenape in uh, New Jersey. Uh, and I just couldn't reach them. I, I did try multiple times, but just couldn't get in touch with them. Interesting. Frank, I'm also curious about the artist who actually created the statue. Like you mentioned, Raymond Sandoval. Any idea how he feels about the possibility of it moving? You know what? I did not speak to him personally, but I was told that he supports the move as long as there is a consensus. Frank, over the past maybe like seven years or so, there have been so many conversations about monuments, across the country. And many of those conversations are happening here in Philly. I want to kind of like go through some of the statues that we've talked about in the city. I want to start back in 2017. We had the city unveil the Octavius Caddo statue. Mm -hmm. And he was a 19th century Philadelphian scholar, educator, civil rights activist. His statue was the city's first public statue of an African-American. And that's located on the southwest corner of City Hall. Then down in South Philly, we have the Christopher Columbus statue at the Marconi Plaza at Broad and Oregon Avenue. And that drew some controversy as well over the years since 2020, when there were a lot of protests coming from the George Floyd protests and people wanting to keep his statue up. Some people wanting to tear it down. Why are statues depicting historical figures just so controversial here in Philly? Well, I, th I think it's part of a broader national conversation that happened uh, in the wake of uh, the murder of George Floyd. And, you know, people started looking around at statues of, let's face it, were, were mostly older white men across the country. They were uh, aligned with the South, uh, with the Confederacy. People started toppling them or wanting them toppled, wanting them removed. And I think that just spilled over into Philadelphia uh, during some of the protests. People started looking around and the Christopher Columbus statue. Christopher Columbus was known as, you know, a colonizer and uh, not particularly nice to Native Americans who he enslaved. So people started looking at these different statues and saying, well, wait a minute, why are there statues to these uh, these people that not everyone agrees are 
stalwarts and should be celebrated. And uh, Frank Rizzo was another one. Uh, right. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of uh, black Philadelphians felt that Frank Rizzo was particularly brutal towards certain parts of uh, the city and certain people within the city. And he was a Philadelphia's former mayor. And last month, Frank, you also reported about the decision to keep the William Penn statue standing in the Welcome Park. That also grew some controversy as well. Sure. That was the most recent really major dust up where uh, on a Friday, National Park Service put up a, a federal notice that they were proposing to move the William Penn statue at uh, Welcome Park, which was built in like the 1980s and basically gifted to the National Park Service as part of Independence uh, National Historical Park. And, you know, it kind of caught on over the weekend what they were doing. And uh, I wrote a story Monday morning uh, that, you know, it wouldn't be just moving the statue, it would be removing it altogether in favor of Native American uh, history and uh, descriptions about, you know, roles that Native Americans played. And, you know, I think one of the things that got people really upset with that is that the park was basically built to honor William Penn and his vision of Philadelphia. So removing it seemed kind of extreme. But, the you know, it caused such a furor nationally, the, the proposed removal of the statue that, you know, National Park Service backed down within a day or so, just saying, okay, we're not going to do that. And they're back to square one. And uh, it should be noted that it didn't seem that all the Native Americans, again, it's difficult to know who was saying what in all these discussions with National Park Service, but Jeremy Johnson, uh, who I spoke about earlier, told USA Today that we didn't want the William Penn statue removed in the first place anyway, so we're not sure why they were going to do that. One thing that keeps coming up is a consensus. Do we know or have any idea if there could be a consensus, especially for Chief Timonen's statue? Uh, We don't know, but I know that there's still hope that there is. And, you know, right nearby, the city is also building that 11 and a half acre park that's going to stretch over 95 and down to Penn's Landing. You know, I'm just kind of theorizing that it's also possible that maybe there's another home for the Chief Taminant statue closer to the river if Penn's Landing Park gets when that's finished, which won't be for for years yet. Uh, And again, I'm just theorizing that. And it's also possible that there is a compromise and uh, the statue does get moved to second in market. It's all interesting. All right, Frank Coomer, reporter at the Philadelphia Inquirer. Thanks so much for joining me on CityCast Philly. Thank you, Trinay. You can read more of Frank's reporting by clicking the link in our show notes. That's all for today here on CityCast Philly. Let us know what you think of this episode and conversations about monuments. Rate the show, leave us a review, and hit that subscribe button. Be sure to sign up for our morning newsletter, Hey Philly, to learn more about what else Philly's talking about. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Bye. Bye.